you can't be connected. You can't be a champion if you're not finding ways to win in the areas that are really, really small. You know, we always say small things equal big things and big things are where, where everybody notices, but you got to win at the small things first. Welcome to Winning in the Margins with Jeff and Jamian. What are the margins? They are often overlooked, but where the best often excel in leadership or in life. When you see someone succeeding, it's often in these areas. My guest today, and the person I get to introduce, my partner today, Jeff Brochu for Get Fit Sports Performance. Jeff, it's great to be partnering with you with this, man. I'm really fired up. Man, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to touching some hearts, Jamie. Uh, you know, let, let's dive right into it. You know, for our for our listeners, our viewers, you know, let's talk about Get Fit Sports Performance and and why you decided to get into that. Right on. I was right right up the alley of why we're talking. You know, our our mission here is to deliver a hope filled experience where you believe a champion exists within, and everything we do revolves around that. You know, we speak. We we, we go to schools all the time doing school assemblies, and through music and motivation, we deliver a message that helps unleash the champion within everybody that walks through our door from young to old athlete to someone coming in that we train like an athlete, but just looking to live every day, be able to stand up, sit down and compete. We're looking to help unleash the champion within, within them. Yeah. You know, I often feel like so many people have like a championship spirit inside of them, but they just don't know how to unleash it. Um, what are some things that, that you've seen when you guys have been unbelievable? You know, everyone, you know, everyone always asks me to co-host in these kind of shows and I always say no, but when you and I had this opportunity, you know, you inspired my heart because there's a champion in within everybody. So, you know, what are some things that you're seeing and things you're doing to help people find that champion? Well, it's helping them understand what, what focus is. What are we focused on? There's a million different distractions in every situation. And we, we want, you know, we have uh, character values that help us stay focused on, on being the champion that's within us. And so an example of that would be coachable, eyes glued in, fully focused on the moment. And I'm grateful. So this gratitude is included in that. I'm grateful for the moment. And that helps us understand that it's not just listening to someone. It's not doing what I'm told, but it's doing what I'm supposed to do. So I can tell you what to do, or you can become accustomed to doing what you know is going to fulfill your heart. But in order to do that, we'll use the phone as an example. I think that's a very easy example to use. There's a million different directions I can go when I pick up the phone, but I know in my heart what it is that I wish I could be what I wish I was, where, where I wish I was, what I wish I was doing, what I wish I was pursuing. And so we help to put in words that hopefully establish tangible character that keep us focused on the moment to where we want to, uh, to where we want to go. That would be an example of, of how we help people stay in the moment. Yeah. And this is why I wanted to have this platform and share it with you because I felt like there's so many amazing nuggets right there that we're going to dive into over the next, over the next few months over the next year or so um, that we're going to dive deeper into and really give not just clarity, but also give depth. And I think it's important a lot of times with, with our culture, you can get something so quickly, but now it's about how can I gain depth in that? And I'm excited to go on this journey with you where we're trying to gain depth. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to throw that right back at you, Jamie, and tell us what you do. What, what brings you here? 
Yeah. You know, I, you know, I'm Jamie and Christian. I'm a division one championship head coach. Uh, I've been to the NCAA tournament uh, three times, been to NIT tournament once before. And for those of those, for those out there who aren't basketball fans, um, that's the highest you can get to is having a chance to play in the NCAA tournament uh, basketball coach uh, for almost 20 years, a head basketball coach for 10 years. And you know, when you're a head basketball coach in division one, you're a CEO of a multi-million dollar company, a multi-million dollar operation that you're, you're navigating a lot of different, you know, from fundraising to team building, to winning on the floor, to building and leading in the hearts of others. There's a lot of fun things. And if you're going to be successful at that, you've got to be able to do. So I'm really proud to have this platform where I get a chance to, to share a uh, head coach at Mount St. Mary's, Siena College in Albany, New York, and George Washington in the greatest city in the world, Washington, D.C. I've learned a ton. and I'm excited to share all the different ways we're able to win at some really tough jobs and really tough opportunities. But, Jeff, you know, we did it because we believed in our players. We loved them dearly. We did everything we could to win their their hearts and their minds on a day-to-day basis. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm proud to be able to stand here before you and be able to help out others as we move forward. I'm excited as well, man, with your background. I'm interested in hearing what you have to say about margins. What, yeah, you what, know, what, what, what is that to you, man? Like, let's, let's jump right in if you yeah. could. What, what, what is a margin? You know, you know, in a basketball term, you know, we were talking about the margins are like the things that people aren't uh, identifying, but that are really super important. You know, like, you know, Butler, you know, when they went to the NCAA tournament, they almost won a national title back-to-back years are right there. They were getting about six loose balls a game wow. uh, extra, right? So they're getting three in the first half, three in the second half. And that seems like so small. It's like, you know, that's not about, you know, reversing the ball on against defense or whatever, but it is about finding a way to win in the margins. What are the details that people aren't indexing are important that are super important. Um, and so like, when I take that to the basketball floor right away, I think about teams like that, that are championship level that just did something that everyone can do. Everyone can hustle after a loose ball. You know, everyone can be that great teammate in the office. Um, but people tend not to believe in the true value of those things. So in sharing this and winning in the margins, it is all about being able to help people identify some of the areas that they're not in de- indexing are super important that really make a difference in your day-to-day life. You want to unleash a champion. Um, I want, I want to bring, I believe connections are a gift to the world. You can't be connected. You can't be a champion if you're not finding ways to win in the areas that are really, really small. You know, we always say small things equal big things. And big things are where, where everybody notices, but you got to win at the small things first. Right on, right you on. You know, when we talk about winning in the margins, you know, how does that touch you? Uh, winning, winning in the, mar- the margins, let's just talk about margins. One degree off of that parameter there, that boundary there, that margin there, and it changes the whole course. When you talk about getting six rebounds, the degree from one way to the next of getting that rebound or getting that loose ball is the level of hustle, the effort. And so when you talk about margins and you can look at a bullseye, you look at the round circle and it gets smaller and it gets smaller and it gets smaller. And the, the, the level of effort that I'm willing to get to, to that bullseye is where that loose ball comes into play. And what it, what, what amazes me within that, is those are words that define us. And, it's, and it's, it's nuts. The difference between getting that loose ball and not, you're looking, at, you're looking at things like focus. 
What is the level of your focus? Are you focused on the folks in the stands? Are you focused on, on being in front of the camera and folks thinking you're big time or are you focused on the ball? And so the level of the, the level of focus, the margin for error within the margin for error within gratitude, being grateful for the opportunity to be there. When you're talking about winning on the margins, there's so many pieces that come into that one degree. And I look forward to, to talking about those different degrees and those different areas that help fulfill those six, getting those six loose balls. Yeah. And I think in every industry that you're in, a large part of it is identifying what those loose balls are. What are those loose opportunities that people just aren't paying enough attention to? And, um, and hopefully, you know, on the journey that we're on, we're going to help people find a way each and the goal is for each show that we do is for someone to find a way to get 1% better by thinking a little bit differently, by looking at the world a little bit with a little bit different lens. And if they can find a way to get 1% better in what they do, um, then this is going to be really successful. And I'm excited about going on this journey with you, Jeff. Right on. Same here, Jamie. Same here. Hey, when it comes to winning in the margins, we talk, this, we talk about the topics within. What do you find stops someone once they gain an understanding from heading in that direction? Because we can talk about it all day long, which I'm sure you're very aware of, or we can put it into action. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, you know, you talked, you hit on it a little bit. Uh, you talked about focus. Um, focus is important because when you're in the right focus, then you're able to have what I, what I believe also is something that people don't talk a lot about is, is anticipation. And, and you, know, you know, so like when I, you know, let's say, you know, before we got on, we were kind of talking about uh, Taekwondo and karate or boxing. Right. And you have a boxing background. So you, you understand this way better than I do. But I always felt like when you really have great focus, you're recognizing the opportunities that your opponent has or doesn't have in front of you. Right. So it right. allows you to anticipate, you know, if my body position is this way, they can only counter these couple ways. So that helps my anticipation cut it down. I was a college baseball player. Um, and so you recognize that, you know, everything in baseball is about, you know, I want to control the count if I'm a pitcher. I want to control the, pound of, the count if I'm a hitter. And so right. if I can get the, if I can get it to a 3-0 count, then I can sit on a fastball that's going to have to be, you know, probably middle in, give me an opportunity to, to hit a ball right back up the middle. Right. So I just want to try to figure out a way to anticipate what's in front of me. And I can't do that unless I have great focus. And so I think you hit on it a bit there with the focus, but I think focus leads to anticipation and anticipation, focus plus anticipation equals to the preferred outcome that I want that gives me the best chance to be successful. And so when you're talking about anticipation, you're talking about reps you've already seen. Well, I think it's, you know, when you're really into it, I mean, when you're, you know, all of us are going to overpractice, right? Like we're going to practice, you know, in basketball or whatever, you know, we're, we play, we play 32 games a year, 36, if you're really good, 42, if you're a national champion or something insane. Um, and, but you're going to practice, you know, our practice, we have 160 practices a year and then we'd have additional 50 workouts a year. So okay. you're practicing three to four times more than, than you're ever going to play. So, you know, I do think that that allows you to be able to, to, I mean, you're practicing so much. And so when you're having that kind of daily focus on, on what the goal is and where you're trying to push towards, it does give you the ability to be successful when performance arises, which is where we're all going to be judged. 
Right on, right on. Hey, let's go to performance and anticipation within the performance. Yeah. So we, we get practice reps, a wide array of practice reps over and over and over and over and over. When the game changes, how does that anticipation take, take place when the game changes and it's something that we're unprepared for? You know, it, that's a, that's a, that's, that's an interesting way to view it because take, you take know, it from the perspective of the margin yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. You know, when you're looking in the margins, you know, it's interesting. We talk about focus anticipation and you talk about winning in the margins. What's going to happen, of course, for basketball game, because we have so much practice time. We have so much film there. You can anticipate how our team's going to play. Our team's either going to force baseline or they're going to force middle. They're either going to hedge the ball screen or they're going to let you go under the ball screen or they're going to ice it. Like there's only a few options of what teams can do. So when you're preparing, you know, and that's a big thing as a coach, you're preparing for all these sorts of situations. When you're preparing for a game, you have a pretty strong understanding of what the opposing team wants to do. Okay. Right? And so I would call that, I mean, that's not the margins. That's the big part of it. That's the 95% of it is the preparation on what you do know. You know, 95% of it, you know, these things are going to happen. You know who the best players are on this team. You know who the best passers are. You know all that information. Both teams know that side of the information. Winning that last 5% winning in those margins, that's a physicality. You know, that's that that's that extra lean on the box out. That's that extra uh, anticipation on the on the on the one more pass. There are all these smaller things that people just don't they don't account for. You know, you count for the 95 and you say, man, that team is really prepared. But are you really prepared if you're not prepared to do the other 5%? If you're not with, with are you really prepared if you're not ready to win in those margins? Right on. Um, and, right on. and so I think that's a big part of it in any industry, though. I mean, in any industry, when you look at it, if you go into business, you're going to know 95% of what someone's going to do. And really, it's about who's willing to do the extra 5% that no one really wants to do, that no one loves to do. And then when you find a, a group of people that want to do those, that extra, that little bit extra, um, it really carries on a long way. And that extra 5% is why we're here. And when you talk about that extra 5%, I, I love where you went to, it goes over into any industry, any, any sport, any industry, any endeavor in life, if you're looking to take it to its highest pinnacle. It's the same simple system. And that last 5% is necessary. And I'm talking about pinnacle. And so the reason that I'm here talking about winning in the margins is because I want to help people close that gap on the 5%, the 95%, if we have, if, if we're there for the right reasons, everybody's going to do what they're told to do, but it's doing what they're told to do on a level that's above everybody else. That makes the difference. And I want to help folks get there. I love it. I love it. I, I wanted to, uh, you know, you guys have had a really successful business and you've got a really unique business model. What are some things that you've seen that allow that have allowed you guys to excel in that in that last 5%? It's it's exactly what we're talking about. We live by the values here. So, I'm going to take I'm going to just take you through the, the 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 whole shebang. Our vision here is a world where we're on fire to do our best. We have to do that. If we're a part of this, we have to give our very best. We have a mission to deliver a hope-filled experience where you believe a champion exists within you is everybody that comes into our world. And that's led by core values, beginning with a mantra of we are champions 
serving champions, giving our best and demanding yours. And we stay focused through the good times and the bad times, you know, where you say a great business, there's been many trials within and there will continue to be many trials, but that's what leads to the good stuff when you get through those in the right way. Uh, he, uh, alluded to coachable earlier. Uh, we are grateful for the opportunity. Eyes glued in. We stay fully focused on the moment. So when things can come and punch us in the face or distract us, take it off, take us off of our mission. Sometimes they might even take us off of our mission, but we're gonna we're gonna feel that something's wrong, and so we're able to point back to one of the words on the walls or one of the words on the floor that you may be able to see behind me. Um, selfless, you know. Uh, we, we, uh, we respect it's a necessity. It's not a question about how people treat us. Respect on our end is a necessity. A passion to serve and uplift the person next to you is a must. And that all starts by giving our very best without giving our very best. There is no serving and uplifting mental toughness. When we run into that tough spot, we have to remember we are poised. We confidently give our best, even when most would give in. And each and every one of these are attributes that we've gained from somebody that we believed was a champion. Could have been a champion parent, could have been a champion fighter, champion basketball team, fearless. To, in, in order to get through those tough times, you know, when you get red faced and you get punched and you get knocked down and you could be embarrassed, you could feel like you're not meant to be there. We have to remember, we are brave. Our hope towers over our fear. We're willing to attempt anything in front of anyone. Max effort to the end. We're finishers. We do that every single day. To the best of what we prepare and we compete to the best of our ability from beginning to end. And then we wrap that up with a whole bunch of humility. When we think we have all that down, we'll sometimes think we got it and we'll get punched in the face because we, we, we know it all and we're, and we're running. But we, we soon get reminded that we're humble. That, that, that we're filled with the humility because there is no champion without humility. And we define that as always good enough, always good enough to give our greatest attempts, always good enough to give our best effort. And at the same time, we're never good enough because the blessing that we have here on earth is there is a limitless ability if we're willing to take it on. And so that's how we guide our, that's how we guide this show. The, 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 um, the, 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 the unleashing the champion within is we believe we're champions first and we act as such. I love it. And this is why I wanted to partner with you. You know, thanks for joining us on our first episode of Winning in the Margins with Jeff and Jamie. We appreciate it. See you soon. <laughs>